You're listening to Orange and Blue Blood, hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. So before we get out of here, I really have enjoyed the conversation this week. But to be honest, I'm ready for playoff basketball. There's so much talking, so much prognosticating, so much previews. It's like, oh my God, can we get these teams playing already? We're, we're, we're almost there. We're right at the precipice. So uh, we record this podcast Friday morning. So the playoff field is mostly set. I, I still don't like how this playing tournament is kind of delayed, just knowing exactly who the actual playoff teams will be in terms of the full 16. But we still don't know who the Bucks will play. We still don't know who the Nuggets will play. We have Friday games. You got the T-Wolves hosting the Thunder. You got the Heat hosting the um, – the uh, who did they play? The Bulls. Um, so, so you got those games, and we'll see what happens with those teams. But we know the rest of the matchup. So I want to give a quick kind of premiere – of just like what we're expecting in the postseason in the first round. So first time I ask you quickly, uh, favorite or most anticipated first round matchup outside of Knicks and Cavs? Um, I'm going to go with um, a couple series out West, but in particular um, the the Grizzlies Lakers, we talked a little bit about it um, on Thursday's pod. Um, I just think it's fascinating on so many respects. You got the John Moran angle coming off of uh, a, a controversial season, let's say. Um, they're dealing mm-hmm. with some injuries down low. Um, and you have the, the greatest player of all time, one or one A or, or one B, however you want to. Um, you, you got LeBron, a healthy Anthony Davis, um, you know, just kind of, you know, that's been a storyline when they make the postseason with, and then Bron hurts his knee, they make the trade. And it's it just thing. I've always, um, you know, I, I've, I've always been um, a big admirer of LeBron and, and basically what he's done throughout his career. Um, so I'm just, I, I'd love to see him make some noise at, at, at age 38 um, and see what he can do and put a little pressure on the Grizzlies. Um, so I, I would say that that's, you know, I think Kings Warriors is going to be awesome. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and, and there's, there's a lot of good stuff there. But if I had to pick one, uh, the, the the one series I'm looking forward to most, probably Lake Grizz. It's funny you mentioned, uh, you know, the, the Kings, uh, the Kings Warriors series. I think is really fascinating, and people are running to the Warriors. I, I, I really feel like the Kings may take that series. But for me, um, when I think of my most anticipated matchup first round, I got to go with the series you didn't mention that we know is happening. We don't know who the, the Nuggets is playing, but I think it's the uh, Clippers and Suns. Um, in some ways, you know, I'm a big wrestling fan, and whether you're watching wrestling now or you watch wrestling back in the old, you know, uh, territory days of the 70s and 80s, the AWA and all that stuff, NWA and all that stuff. Uh, you have your loser leaves town matches. This almost feels like a loser leaves town NBA playoff series, if that makes sense. Like, it feels like these are two teams that have kind of been kind of stuck in the middle of nowhere in terms of saying they're title contenders, but haven't really been able to actually win a championship. Suns got there a couple of years ago, then took a major step back last season they make the trade for kevin durant the clippers they've been saying they're title contender for it seems like since they got pg and Kawhi and no western conference final appearances and it feels like there's a ton of pressure on both of these teams to get to an nba finals even though they're a four and five seed and they're playing in the first round so it feels like the loser of this series faces major changes next season whether it's coaches being fired whether it's multiple players being traded like the loser of this team will look nothing like how they look coming into the series. So that's why this series is really fascinating to me. I think it's a loser lose loser leaves town kind of series. Uh, whoever wins, you know, you feel like, wow, man, they beat a really tough team in the first round. And now you can really buy into them as a true title contender. I think people already buy into the Suns, but everybody will buy into the Clippers if they win. And the loser, you say, all right, who are we trading? Who's getting fired? Like, we can't come back with these same guys again 
next season if we lose in this first in the first round of the playoffs, especially if they lose in an embarrassing fashion. So loser leaves town in the first round of the playoffs. I'm looking forward to seeing Suns versus some Clippers. I I would I would love this series if if Paul George was healthy. The fact that you know he's going to miss it. It sounds like he's going to miss at least the, the start of the series. Maybe comes back game three or you know something along those yeah. lines. Um, we'll see. But I just think and I and I picked the Clippers to get to the finals at the start of the season. Uh, but I just I can't take a team seriously. You don't know who's going to show up night in night out. Can they flip the switch? Yeah. Kawhi Leonard. You know we've talked about you know Jimmy Butler. You know joking around saying it's time to start playing. I kind of that's how I feel about the the, the Clippers. Tremendous talent from the bottom. Like, to nine to ten, um, but I just I, I haven't loved the, the way they've handled this season. Um, so I I can't buy into them now. I, I honestly think that the Suns are gonna are, are, are gonna um, you, disperse with them pretty handily. Um, wow. uh, Durant looks healthy, um, so I, I you know and, and and I'd like to see C, CP3 um, make a little run here and, and you know get back to you know hopefully you know we'll see if he wins a title this season. Um, but uh, yeah, Paul George is there um, again. I have a ton of respect for those two guys. Um, you know, the, the combo of, of George and Leonard. Um, but are they going to stay healthy if they come back? Is Kawhi going to, you know, just just something doesn't feel right, hasn't felt right uh, with that Clippers team all season. So um, I think the Suns are peaking at the right time, um, have a great combination of size, leadership, veterans, young players. Um, I, I think that the Suns are a little bit too much for LA. All right. Player to, with the most approved in these postseason. Who do you, who do you have for that? I, I mean, I just mentioned Chris Paul. I, I think he's in there. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you could pick Durant on that on that on that same Suns team. Um, but I, I think the answer is probably Jokic. Um, so much talk about does he deserve to win three MVPs? No, he doesn't because he didn't win. You know, he hasn't advanced to the conference finals or the finals, even though the MVP is regular season award. So it's kind of ridiculous to to put mm-hmm. the two together. Um, but um, yeah, I think the two big guys, uh, Jokic and Embiid, um, you know, over in the Eastern Conference, Jokic sounds like he's going to you know win his first MVP. Um, and talk about a team, you know, with a lot of questions if they don't um, get the job done this postseason. You know, what happens with Harden you know, as he enters? You yeah, know, can become a free agent. Um, you know, does does is Doc Rivers fired? Um, does Embiid demand changes? Does he threaten to you know request trade if they don't you know kind of um, you know make moves that he wants them to make? You know, what do they do with Tobias Harris? So um, a lot of pressure, I think, on 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 Philly and Embiid, and and obviously out in Denver on Mr. Jokic. Yeah, I think I think you're right on those two guys for sure. I, I'm gonna stay in Philly though. I'm actually gonna go to James Harden because I think. It felt like that last series they played against Miami last year when they lost that people people pretty much blamed Harden. Um, they were like, he's eye shape. Um, he wasn't ready to go. And when Embiid got hurt and they needed the other star slash superstar to step up, he didn't show up. So if Harden does that again, uh, I, I, he can't come back to Philly. We, we already saw what they did to Ben Simmons. If he has a series <laughs> like he did against the Miami Heat, they, he won't he won't be back. I don't think that the fans would allow them to bring him back. He's going to be a free agent anyway. And look, he may be, he seems the kind of guy perfectly content to just take his money and go to Houston. So yes. uh, it may not mean he's sweat on his back, but I'm just saying for his legacy, want to have that conversation um, or just pressure coming into the series, like he needs to get it done. He he has to uh, be a star. You know, now he's playing with Embiid, so there's not all this pressure on him. He should have way more favorable matchups now. That's why I think it was so disappointing how he played last season. I think Harden, comes in this season uh, with the most approved favorite sleeper team coming into this postseason. 
Um, if I had to pick a sleeper team, I I, I would you know I, I, I are the Warriors uh, are the Lakers a sleeper team? Um, you know, yeah, I mean, they're, yeah, they're, I think they have the fourth best odds to win it come out of the West, right. according to Vegas. So, so I mean, that, that still counts. So, I guess so. It's kind of cheating. You know what? I'll go the opposite direction and I'll take the three seed Kings, um, who I, mm-hmm. I think are, are underdogs, you know, uh, in, 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 according to this. I see them making a deep run. Um, otherwise, I, I think there's there's going to be a lot of chalk um, early on. Um, so I don't I don't really see, you know, Hawks. I, I think they're going to be handled easily by the Celtics. Um, you know, you know, so I, that that that's, I don't I don't see any of the, you know, whether it's the Bulls or the Heat out east or the or the Thunder or, or the Timberwolves um, making much noise either. So I think it's going to be a lot of chalk advancing uh, in, into the second round. Yeah, I kind of agree. I do agree, though, if I was to take a sleeper team, it would be the Kings uh, because it seems like everybody's ready to run to the Warriors. The Warriors. And everybody knows how much I love Steph Curry, but they've been a awful, awful road team. So, and the Kings have been one of the best home teams, and that's one of the best home court advantages. And we know how old yeah. the old Arco Arena used to be back in the day, playing in those games. That that was a that that Kings uh, home court advantage is going to be incredible in these games. And I think that people are sleeping because they haven't really paid attention. But the Kings have, in my opinion, the best offense in the NBA. They have the best plus scorer in the NBA, Darren Fox. And I just take credence in what teams do in the regular season. I don't just say, okay, I know you're a young team and I know you're playing against the defending champs, but like, you know, what you did in the regular season doesn't matter. Like, I don't care that you've won however many games and you've been solid. These are the reasons why you're going to lose. I, I, I've never been that guy. So uh, I think the Kings not only can win this series, I think they can win another series as well. I think that they could beat Memphis or the Lakers in a second round series as well. So you can be looking at conference finals. Uh, Sacramento Kings team. So that's the, the sleeper team I have because I think that not only can they win in the first round, they can go on a deep, deep run through the postseason. Yeah, I mean, that Sacramento crowd is going to be fired up, obviously breaking the longest postseason streak, postseasonless streak um, in NBA history. They're kind of ready to light the beam. Um, and the other, the one thing with the Warriors, though, they are getting Andrew Wiggins back, um, hasn't played big, since Big returns. Huge for the Warriors, but again, you know, is he in shape? Is he rusty? Um, you know, how, how does he look on floors? Is going to impact all that stuff. But that's a major, major thing uh, for the the Warriors. Yeah. Without him, um, I would have said they, you know, I would definitely pick the Kings. But him coming back, um, don't forget, you know, he was the um, wasn't the MVP of the Finals last year, but he was the second best player. You know, you, you, the yeah, Warriors he was huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that viral clip of uh, Andre Iguodala, you know, calling him over and. Getting him refocused, I think it was in game three or game four, um, really set Andrew Wiggins uh, up for the rest of that series. And he was crucial in that series, no question. Um, all right. Here we go. Who comes out of the East? Who comes out of the West? Who wins it all? Uh, I had the. I had the um, Bucks winning the title prior to the season. I'm going to stick with Milwaukee um, winning the championship. Um, obviously the concern with Middleton is, is, is significant. Um, you know, they need to help Chris Middleton. I think they'd be the, the backbending chains, um, as, as of this moment had Middleton not injured his, his, his last year, um, his knee last year, but, and then I got the Suns uh, coming out of the West. So I'll have, uh, Milwaukee versus Phoenix, uh, with Milwaukee taking the title. So before the season, I had the Sixers win the championship. And I had them coming out east, obviously. Milwaukee looks great, so I feel like this is probably against my better judgment, but I'm going to stick with that because I did believe that Embiid would have a 
monster season that he has. I believe that MB will finally get over the hump in the playoff, which I think he will. So I'm going to stick with the Sixers coming out of the East. The Western Conference team I have is New Orleans Pelicans, who are not in the postseason. So we can't have those. So now I get a full mulligan, and I have a whole crop of now nine teams, technically, because the Thunder and, and the you know and whoever they play, the T-Bulls are technically still in the mix. The West is so hard, but I'm going to say – I'm going to agree and say that it's the Phoenix Suns. Uh, I think the Suns beat the Kings in the conference championship. I think that second-round matchup between Nuggets and Suns is going to be really, really good. That might be the best series – of all these series, I think, to be honest. Mm. But I'm going to say that the Suns uh, and the Sixers in the NBA Finals, uh, I hate to do it because, I, you know, with KD, you know, you know, with KD, you know, the question I always ask is the same. Tell me a little something, KD. Don't you regret not coming to the Knicks? Don't you regret not coming to the Knicks? Unfortunately, I think KD will be able to say, no, I don't regret it because now I'm in the Suns <laughs> and now I have another NBA championship. So I think that, you know, even though I picked the Sixers to win it all, I think that the Suns, they got to find a way to stay healthy. They got to find a way to stay healthy. And, 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 and me picking them to fight some of the issues that in the regular season is against my principles. But I just think there's too much firepower in that starting lineup. I think they have enough. I think that the Suns win in probably about six games over the Sixers in the NBA Finals. That's my Sounds pick. Good. That's where we're going. Oh.